can't get enough of the podcast? Lucky for you, our video IQ platform on adorebeauty.com.au houses thousands of articles on skincare, makeup, hair care, and more. Plus, you can find a heap of video tutorials, ingredient spotlights, and brand breakdowns on our YouTube channel. Just click on Beauty IQ in the menu bar of the website or app or search Adore Beauty on YouTube for more beauty content. Welcome everybody to Beauty IQ, the podcast. I'm your host, Joanna Fleming. And I am your co-host, Hannah First. Hannah, you did your travel movie recommendations last week for our intro, and I'd love to know if other people did watch those movies in the meantime, if they hadn't already. But I thought today, because I get asked about this all the time, is crime podcast recommendations. Because a lot of people ask me what podcasts I listen to, and I don't think they realize that I'm a bit of a freak and... I really love true crime stuff. And so a couple of months ago on my stories, I asked for people to send their recommendations. So now I'm going to share all of those with you. So if you've already, if you're a bit of a crime junkie like me already, and you've already listened to, you know, your serial case file, Australian true crime, my favorite murder, you've already listened to all of those ones and they're already on your rotation. You might want to try these ones. So I'm currently listening to The Lighthouse, which is about that um, traveler who went missing in Byron. And that's really interesting so far. And then another couple of recommendations, Crime Junkie, The Serial Killer, Female Criminals, Crimes of Passion, Something Was Wrong, Life and Crimes with Andrew Rule, which I've heard is apparently really good. Heaps of people recommended that. Morbid, Bear Brook, Murder Squad, Cold, Down the Hill, and another one I've listened to by the Australian newspaper. How many have you got? That's This is my last one. <laughs> the, the one that I listened to by the Australian was called Bowerville, and it's very, very good. It's quite a short one, but it's amazing. So lots and lots of recommendations from people. Even after I posted this, I still had so many people messaging me, but a lot of them were like the same recommendations. So I'm really enjoying The Lighthouse one at the moment. I know that's been out for a while, but I've just gotten around to start listening to it. So that is my crime podcast recommendations. Are you a big Wondery fan? Do you listen to any Wondery podcasts? No, I think I've listened to I one of them. I think you should get onto it because they've got, they've got like Dr. Death. and Yeah, got- so Dr. Death is the one I've listened to. I've got that. I've I'm subscribed to that one, but I haven't listened to it in a while. But then there's also The Shrink Next Door, which was incredible. They've got a new one called Boonga Boonga, which has actually got Whitney Cummings, who's a comedian. Oh. She is the host of that one. They've got some of the best podcasts that I've ever listened to. I'm always like, oh, my God, actually, I have yeah. had the best podcast that I've ever listened to, and I'm sorry, but it's better than our podcast. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I need to know. S Town. Oh, yeah, I've listened to S-Town. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, I didn't mind it. I really just love Case File. Like, I'm obsessed with Case File. She's obsessed with Case File. (laughs) (laughs) No, well, so S-Town, I was like, I think I listened to it in a couple of days, but I was so moved by the story that I would cry as I was walking around the tan. I... It really moved me. You know what's really messed up my podcast listening, though, is not travelling. Yeah. Because I used to catch up on all my podcasts, like going to Sydney. Totally. Like I just And I now I don't really have time to listen to them because I'm like watching TikTok. <laughs> 
TikTok's really taken away from my podcast listening. So we spoke about in the travel thing last week, I said Van Gogh and I was watching Emily in Paris <laughs> and they're like, Van Gogh. And so I texted Joe and I was like, we're going to have to delete that out of last episode because <laughs> I've mispronounced a really famous artist's name. Um, I don't think I actually mispronounced it. I think it's actually different in different languages. Well, I'll just keep telling myself that. Yeah. <laughs> but Emily in Paris is the new show on Netflix. And I just said to Joe that she would she would love it. But you, why had you skipped past it on Netflix? I just didn't really know what it was going to be about. Like I, it wasn't something that I would normally click on and be like, oh, I'm going to watch the trailer for this. But if you say it's good. It's created by the same person that did Sex in the City. Mm-hmm. And I would say in the same vein of, of Sex in the City, it's it doesn't it's not realistic like she's wearing Dior and Chanel and just no like I just don't (laughs) think that that's realistic if you're looking for some eye candy I would highly recommend Hannah sent me a photo of the main character she goes you'll love it Let us know if you um, have any recommendations for us because... Yes, we love your Netflix recos. I feel like we're doing a public service by doing these recommendations. Yeah. 100%. All right, Hannah, what's on today's episode? On today's episode is we're talking about thrush with our resident GP, Dr. Lucinda. Very excited for that one. But, you know, tune out if you've got a weak stomach. (laughs) Then Amy will be joining us for what products we actually buy and of course the products we didn't know we needed all right so we were gonna record this um cringy convo while hannah was away but i spoke to her and she was like no i really want to be involved in this cringy convo so we delayed it and we're here with dr lucinda and we're talking about thrush welcome back to the show thank you (laughs) wicked topic to talk about <laughs> you did say that you were like yes I'm so glad we're talking I feel like about it's this. the most it's the most universal cringy convo for all women mm. I know when we spoke about UTIs Joe you've never had a UTI but please no. tell me please tell me you've had thrush before of course I have oh okay for you <laughs> like I think yeah. I've yeah. come in in their 30s that still haven't had thrush and they were like what is this that's happening to me? And I was like, you've not had it. You've done so well. So well. (laughs) To avoid this. (laughs) Can we first find out what actually is thrush and why it happens? So thrush is actually just an overgrowth of the yeast that's living downstairs normally. And like, I don't know if you know, lots of people talk about a gut microbiome. So like healthy gut, bad gut bacteria living there. But Mm -hmm. we also have like a microbiome in our vagina. And like we've got the good and bad bacteria and a mixture of yeasts as well. So it's just basically mm. when that overgrowth of the yeast happens, that's when you get the thrush. Interesting. Okay. And are there any particular reasons why people might be more prone to it than others? How do some women get to their 30s and they still haven't had it? I know. I'm so jealous. I literally don't know how they've managed. But essentially, there's a couple of different things that can affect the sort of like the natural composition of what's happening down there. So smoking is a really big one. So smoking oh. like reduces your oh. estrogen levels, which leads to vaginal dryness but then also things like washing down below with soaps the combined oral contraceptive pill the one that contains estrogen and progesterone because high levels of estrogen can also sort of encourage the growth of yeast then diabetes because sugar can increase the growth of yeast as well and also antibiotics because you're kind of wiping out all the good and the bad bacteria pretty much 
but then also things like sex so you're passing like things around there and the, the guys might not have any symptoms by the way i heard from someone that they had thrush they gave it to their boyfriend their boyfriend gave it back to them they you know like it's just i think a lot of people don't realize that men can get it and that's the thing like if the guy doesn't have symptoms the, the evidence is not showing that they would need to necessarily have treatment for it but you know what like thrush treatment is pretty like harmless to be honest it's one of those very few treatments where it's like it's it's okay you both could get treatment and give it a go to see if it works I love that you mentioned the pill because I actually that was why I went through a stage of thrush and I went to my doctor and I was like I'm certain it's the pill because the same time every month I'm getting thrush symptoms and I'm having to go and get that single pill at the chemist and I'm sick of going up to the chemist station and being like I need the thrush pill and eventually I was just like I'm changing my pill because they were like no it can't be the pill it's probably something else wear cotton undies I was like it's definitely not that and that went on for like six months And then I changed my pill and I was like, perfect. I was fine after that. And it was amazing. And I don't, I've probably had it maybe once or twice since. And that was probably 10 years ago now. Wow. And did you change Mm. over to a progesterone only pill then? No, I'm still on a combination pill, but it's just a different kind. It it might be a different level. Yeah. Yeah, And that's a really good point because like there's loads of different types of combined oral contraceptive pills. And it's really important to do what you did and just have that discussion with the GP and then see whether or not there's a lower dose perhaps of the estrogen or swapping the different sort of type of estrogens in the pill itself. So it's really good that actually you were still able to go on the combined pill and your symptoms like got better. So that's great. I've had thrush like many times. Like I feel like women do, like I don't know if that's true, but like you do get it a few quite a few times by the time you hit your thirties. Regularly discussed in my friendship group. (laughs) Yeah. And I think the worst thing about it is because it's itchy, is like if you're like out in public, like what do you do? It's a really awkward time to be out in public with a bad case of thrush. Yeah, friends of mine have had to go home from work because they're like, I can't I just stop need to itch it. like, <laughs> itching myself and I'm in an office. I need to go home. So they've left <laughs> work because of it. What do you think is the most effective treatment out of – because there's a few. There's the pill, there's the external cream, and then there's the internal cream. Is there anything else? They're the main three, right? Yeah, basically with thrush symptoms, if we haven't covered it already, it's kind of like you get this classical cottage cheese-like discharge coming from down below sometimes can be a bit whitish sometimes a bit greenish sometimes you can get that sort of swelling down below but also inside the vagina and redness and itching 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 so with that there's as you mentioned like three main treatments there's a one-off dose of the oral pill fluconazole alternative one and then you've got your clotrimazole creams ones to use externally obviously if you've got just symptoms on the outside only like a little bit of itching down there but then if you're feeling a little bit swollen a little bit sore inside using the applicator one which comes as either a cream that you use like the applicator with or a pessary which is like a harder sort of like cone shaped thing that you put upstairs and you only do that at night time as well because like you need it to settle there for hours for it to really work well i personally find the pessary ones are the best with external cream But there are some alternatives out there and there have been studies to prove their efficacy as well. Natural yogurt. Ah. Yeah. Don't go putting yakult up there, guys, please. Ah. (laughs) But probiotics are really beneficial. And even there's some oral probiotics Mm. that really work. So for example, now, if I have a a sense that something's starting, I'll literally just pop one of those probiotic pills at night after work. And then I wake up and the symptoms have gone. And like... 
that's been amazing. And what you're looking out for is anything that contains specifically Lactobacillus ramonsus and Ruteri. Now I use an inner health one called um, inner health and then it's Candex. I find that one works really well. But um, yeah, and otherwise natural yogurt. I love that you mentioned the yogurt because one of my best friends actually has ongoing issues with thrush. And she said that her gynecologist told her to use Greek yogurt, just plain Greek yogurt on a tampon and put it up there. And I was like, surely that's not a thing. That's cool. It's totally a thing. It's it's very soothing. It's because it contains uh, those natural sort of bacteria because again it's all down to the balance of things and you've got the good bacteria which is the lactobacillus and that's what helps sort of calm down the overgrowth of yeast as well and just keep Mm. everything nice and happy if you've got some of that sort of hanging around in the fridge you know you can eat it or you could use it so (laughs) (laughs) now if you get persistent and regular episodes of thrush what should you do because obviously trying to self-treat and, you know, if you're going to the chemist all the time to buy treatments, should you go and see a specialist like a gynecologist? You see a GP. So technically three episodes or more per year is called like recurrent thrush. Mm-hmm. If it's persistent thrush, so you've tried over-the-counter treatment once and it's not worked, then you need to go to see a GP. And this is for multiple different reasons. First of all, to make sure it definitely is thrush because it could be other things like a bacterial infection instead. And so if it is the case that in fact it is thrush, then you might need sort of a more intensive course with oral treatment of antifungals. And that might need to go on for many weeks or months even, even just to completely clear it out. But I would totally recommend using regular oral probiotics for that because generally the evidence is there to say it helps reduce recurrence and persisting sort of thrush symptoms. And how does thrush differ from infections and things like BV? So BV is caused by an overgrowth of bad bacteria basically and um, that's more characteristic of like a change in discharge too with like either sort of lots of like heavy amounts of grey or green or white discharge or yellowy discharge again but also a really bad rotten fish smell oh wow but yeah you treat that with antibiotics uh, you can get oral or you could get vaginal antibiotics so that's that really that's covered pretty much everything i think is there anything we're missing about thrush dr lucinda that you think is important to add stop smoking if you are oh ah, yes. yes good one your vagina smokes with you <laughs> <laughs> i'll remember that <laughs> thanks so much for joining us today So we actually have Amy with us again today. Welcome, Amy. This is the first time the three of us have all been together. We've rotated you around. (laughs) Three's a crowd. Yeah. (laughs) I like it, though. I feel like we all talk so much. I'm a little bit concerned that we're not actually going to be able to get this done without all talking over each other. But let's give it a go. (laughs) So we often get asked what we actually buy, even by my own friends. Like if I write an article or I post something, on Instagram they're like is that actually good though and I'm like why would I post it if I didn't think it was good so I feel like there's always a little bit of apprehension over whether like beauty editors or beauty bloggers really use a product so what we've done is we've made a list of each of our top products that we like cannot live without right now and we're going to share them 
So, Amy, you're going to go first. Okay. Hit me. The probably top of my list of products I repurchase and that I, when I realized that the tube is empty or the tub, I've scraped out the last Garrick from the tub, just a small part of my soul dies. Um, top of the list would be the Christophe Rabanne cleansing, purifying scrub with sea salt. Yes. Incredible. Love it. I <laughs> eat it. It smells It smells so good that I eat it in the shower. So. Are you all right? <laughs> I love it. Remember, Joe, when I spoke about this product and I was like, it gets into my mouth and I'm just like, Ooh. oh, yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> Look, you do you, Hannah, um, but I'm going to save it all for my head and not in my mouth. <laughs> but I have been, it's one of these products that, look, a tub is about 69 bucks, so it's expensive for a hair product and often I'll get asked on Instagram or from friends like, oh, but is it really that good? And it's one of those products, as soon as you try it, you're like, oh, shit it's actually really yeah. good. And the reason why I think is because it hits the perfect combination between a clarifying shampoo and a salt scrub because some salt scrubs are so grainy, you feel like you're putting just coffee grounds in your hair and you can't distribute mm. it. You've got to use half the tube just to feel like you've actually scrubbed your scalp. But this one, it's more like a foamy, luscious, foamy shampoo with the salt flecks in it. And I just, I swear I don't get as good a deep clean when I don't use this. And what I do is I don't use it every time. I try and get it, stretch out those cost per uses by using it as my first shampoo, probably every second or third time I wash my hair. And then I go in with my normal shampoo and conditioner. And again, it smells so bloody good. Mm, it really does. I love that tip of it being your first shampoo because I do the same thing because otherwise I find it gets a bit too squeaky for me. But if you have oily hair and it, you are just constantly washing your hair every single day, this is absolutely the product that you need. It's going to be the PWD, KWN of your life because <laughs> it's just amazing for oily hair. What's your next one? It has to be skincare, surely. Yes, of course, skincare. I'm actually, it's kind of interesting because I do really love hair care. So I feel like we're a well-balanced trio. Mm. But my skincare you know, product that I always repurchase is the Beauté Pacifique Defy Damage Serum. And I've written about this a bunch of times. Essentially, the way I describe it is my skin just looks sh- when I don't use it. Love that. <laughs> I'm actually recording from Adelaide and I didn't bring it. And I do this every time. And I will say the reason why I didn't bring it is because the packaging, so the packaging's not the best, it's got to be said. It's a little bit naff, but also whenever I pack this serum tube in my bag, the lid cracks because it's kind of this like plasticky glass-like lid anyway. So I thought- Yeah, and then the lid falls off and then it just, the bag gets messy, yeah. So I thought (laughs) I can't deal with that this time, but now I'm really regretting it because my skin just doesn't look and feel as good when I don't use this serum. It's a, I mean, first and foremost, it's a hydrating serum. It's kind of this lotion texture that sinks into the skin really beautifully and layers really well under other products. But it's also kind of just got a spattering of all the other good things. So it's not, it's got the tiniest bit of vitamin A in really gentle formulas. So it's 
100% non-irritating and it's often recommended for people that have sensitive skin or rosacea. It's also got the tiniest bit of vitamin C in it. It's got vitamin E in it. It's got squalane. So it's just, it's kind of like a little bit of everything wrapped up in really hydrating, nourishing ingredients. I'm just obsessed with it. Next for me, it's kind of a boring one, but to um, benefit 24-hour clear brow setter. So it's the clear brow gel. And the reason why this is one of my products I can't live without is because usually I'm like very low maintenance, lazy gal beauty. And I, you know, go to the salon and invest in having my brows shaped and tinted probably every four weeks. Actually, my brows are basically translucent, like a very light ginger (laughs) color. So I like to have them a bit more dark for contrast against my skin. So I have those done. That saves heaps of time in the morning. So then literally all I have to do is whack the clear brow gel in. It actually does stay all day and it doesn't go super crunchy. So you end up with kind of like little defined brow hairs as if you slicked them with gel. It's, yeah, it's just a really good staple I think so I've actually had to redo my list for everyone that's listening because (laughs) as Amy's been talking you've been rewriting it (laughs) no I literally had to rewrite it because three of the products on Amy's list were on my list and that was one of them (laughs) Amy you've got one more on your list I do and this is another crossover (laughs) I won't gush too much about this one because we've probably all got something to say about it but ultraviolet supreme screen sunscreen the best it is yeah I mean we all talk about how great ultraviolet sunscreens are all the time. And I have actually just been trialing the new one, which I'm also very excited about, Lean Screen, coming soon to a beauty IQ. But (laughs) (laughs) I will say this one is, it's just like the Goldilocks of sunscreens. It's hydrating so you can skip your moisturiser underneath, SPF 50, it sinks in really well, no white cast. It's not greasy. It layers really beautifully under makeup. Um, sometimes I find queen screen can be a touch dewy because I am a bit of a sweaty gal. And so this one, it gives glow, but it's not too juicy. Yeah, that, that's what I'll say about mm, it. It's nice. excellent. I've gone through three, so <laughs> I get you. <laughs> All right, so on to mine. I'm going to try and be quick because I feel like I've spoken about all of these products at least 15 different times and people will be sick of hearing it. (laughs) So my first one, which I think anyone that has listened to this podcast or follows me on Instagram would know, is the ASAP Super B Complex. Uh, Have you guys, honey, you've tried it. Amy, have you tried it? Yes, I've also tried it. Yeah, very good. It's the best. I love the ASAP Super B Complex because it's got a whole array of ingredients that are just amazing for the skin. It's got your hyaluronic acid. It's got your um, niacinamide. It's got your B5. It's got lactic acid in it. It's got all of these wonderful things. It just really brightens, hydrates, rejuvenates the skin. And I think just makes anyone look glowy. That's the feedback that I always get is that they just felt their skin looked more even and radiant after using it. That was actually the first serum I ever used on my skin. So the fact that I'm still using that about eight years later, says a lot about that product. And I don't think it's really changed in that time. The next one on my list, which Amy, I think you probably would have wanted to put this on your list, (laughs) is the Virtue Recovery Shampoo, which I spoke about a couple of episodes ago with Jay Edwards. I just absolutely love this shampoo. The smell, it smells like 
what does it smell like? Well, how would you describe it? Like caramel? Or yeah, something? like caramelly, a little bit nutty. Like, yeah. But I think yeah, the best thing for me about the just to hijack your recommendation, yeah, go um, for it. Is that again, you only need a really small amount of the shampoo for it to lather, which because it's so mm. bloody expensive, is very important. Mm. Yeah, you only need a really tiny amount, like not even a twenty cent piece size, and then once you add a bit more water to it, it really does lather up. I use that as my second wash and I generally use the Isles formula before that because I still really love the Isles formula shampoo and I use those ones together and then like once a month I use the Christopher Bun scrub. Anyway, so that shampoo is just amazing. And then another one, which I think everybody is sick of me talking about, is the Aspect Phytostat 9 moisturizer, which I just don't think I'll ever get over. I just love it so much. Do either of you also use that or is it just me? I've used it, but you know how I like a really thick, like yes. heavy moisturizer, even though yep. I've got oily skin yes. and I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. You know you know me too well, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little bit lightweight for me. Yeah. Okay. So you'd be more maybe the um, super moisturizing complex by aspect if you were going to. To be honest, my favorite moisturizer is that like $500 wire cell in the big gold oh, yep. tub. Yeah. The heavy enough. gold tub. Yeah. <laughs> I really, I really, I really like that one for the people that you know are looking for an affordable option. Very accessible. <laughs> so I love this moisturizer for all skin types. I just feel like there's no skin that couldn't use it. I think it even ranges up to like very dry skin. At the very dry skin mark, I would probably switch over to the SMC, but it just is a beautiful moisturizer. It smells amazing. It's got lots of beautiful ingredients in it. If you are really a no-fuss person, I actually have my brother using this because he was like, I don't want to use serums and things like that. I just want a moisturizer. And so I got him this and he was using two full pumps of it. No, He went through it in, I'm not kidding, three weeks. And I was like, I, that was like, $90. (laughs) $90. He's <laughs> probably so, using it as like a body. He's like, yeah, I'll just put a bit on my arms. Yeah. My <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I don't think he realized how expensive it was, but now he's learned his lesson. But that is an amazing moisturizer and unisex as well. And then we're coming down to my foundation, but I have almost had a little bit of a change of heart since I've been <gasps> using the Giorgio Money Neo Nude. Oh. And I feel like I'm betraying my favorite foundation, which is the YSL Touche Eclat All in One Glow. That is just the most dewy, natural looking foundation. I always get compliments on my skin when I wear that foundation. And I don't feel like I'm wearing a lot of like coverage. It doesn't feel cakey on the skin. It just feels like I'm wearing moisturizer or something. Often when I'm wearing it, I forget that I have makeup on and I'll like lean on my face. But that Neo Nude foundation by Giorgio Armani is really coming close. I just love that I can apply it with my fingers and it just goes on like a dream. It's not patchy. It just like looks amazing. So I'd say those two are a tie at the moment, which is a very big call because I've been using the YSL one for several years now, probably two years. And yeah, I'm really loving the Giorgio Armani one. And then lastly, I'm going to do a sunscreen like you, Amy, add that in as my last one, the Alpha H Protection Plus SPF 50 Absolutely love that one. It comes out, it looks tinted, but it actually blends into the skin 
translucent, if that makes sense. So it does go on looking like it's going to give you a tint, but it, it doesn't really add color to the skin. Like I don't notice that it adds any kind of tint for me. I just really love it. I find it doesn't make my skin break out. It doesn't give me an allergic reaction. And I've had issues with sunscreens, chemical sunscreens before. And I just think it's a really good option. If you haven't found the one yet, I love that people recommend sunscreens because I don't think a lot of people have found their daily one yet. So keep the recommendations coming because yeah, whoever can find their daily SPF, well done. This is definitely one product that you've got to like the taste because you get sunscreen (laughs) in your mouth. And it's just, I swear, I'm so fussy about sunscreen because if it gets in my mouth and it tastes like bitter, you know, you know what I mean, yeah. guys. Sunscreen does get yeah, into I your mouth. Yeah, I don't know that they're putting flavoring into them though. So Supreme <laughs> Screen doesn't have a taste to it, but you know, like when you were young and you'd have sunscreen and you'd get that y- yucky yeah. taste. I'm sorry, yeah. guys. I'm sticking by this one. Uh, all right, Hannah, hit us with your ones now. All right. Well, I'll start with the one then that goes on your lips because yeah. we've been talking so much about <laughs> all the products that I eat. The Lanolips 101 ointment, the original multi-purpose super balm. So I actually actually bought recently in my last Adore Beauty order, I bought two to stock up. I have tried about a hundred different lip balms. I think I am one of the fussiest lip balm people. Like (laughs) everything annoys me about every lip balm except this lip balm. And I actually really like their flavored ones too, but this one is just like a good all rounder. And you can also use it you know, in other places. So if you're dyeing your hair, like I, you can put it on your forehead or like dyeing your eyebrows. So it really oh, it's is. It's great for, um, it's really great for the skin around the side of your nose that gets dry, especially mm. if anyone else is getting hay fever at the moment. Yeah, yes. it's, a, it's such a good one. And, you know, I reckon both of you, like me, would have, we would have trialed a lot of lip I balms. have a Lano lips in every part of my life. There is one everywhere that I go and I will not be without one. If I ever find myself without a Lanolips tube ever, I panic. Like I go into panic mode. I always need one there because I do get really dry lips because I don't drink enough water, as we know. It's the cream of the crop when it comes to lip balms, honestly. You really can't get much better than that one. Hannah, I think your next one on your list is actually a past PWD KWN. Oh, so the the reason I've added this is because people, I get a lot of hair questions on Instagram and, you know, is this better than this and this better than this? And I just say, look, can I just be honest with you? Kerastas 8-Hour Magic Serum is the best hair product I've ever used. I just can't recommend anything more highly (laughs) if you have frizzy hair. That's an amazing endorsement. (laughs) So I have said this before on the podcast that I'm always a little bit wary when products say magic or miracle. Mm. I think that it can be a bit of marketing jargon that, you know, doesn't really mean much. But really, this is magic and (laughs) some Harry Potter wizard has done something (laughs) in the in the lab and made something that's actually truly quite magical. So um, what I will say about frizzy hair, though, is don't expect miracles from frizzy hair. Just expect that you can get a bit more manageability. And then when you style your hair with like a heat tool, that you'll get like a smoother finish. So I find that this one, I can't really go past it. So that's my hair product. I've tried to do a bit of everything on this list. So the next one is the Alpha H Power Peel. And I had the tub of it and it's changed it's now in a tube but I had about maybe like a five cent piece left and my sister Ruby wanted to try it and she tried it and then she gave mum a little bit too and she sent me a message the next day because you do wake up with like 
full plumpy glowy Mm. skin so she texted me and she said what like what the hell was in that mum and I both want one so then I got sent another one and I actually then my mum stole it so I actually don't have one at the moment my mum alpha h if you're listening (laughs) so could you please send me a lifetime supply for my whole family because we're not I'm not dealing right now the reason I actually really love to recommend this to people is is my mum has tried retinols and glycolic acid in the past and it's been quite irritating on her skin. She does not find this one irritating and because it's a mix of glycolic and retinol, it's probably like a good once a week to, you know, for your anti-aging, bit of an anti-aging powerhouse. All right, so next on my list is I couldn't actually choose one product from this brand. So I'm being a bit naughty. So anytime anyone messages me and asks me, about foundation, concealer, contour, you know, anything to do with that like base of your makeup, I always recommend Makeup Forever. So I've been through three of the reboot foundations and my current fave is the Makeup Forever Ultra HD foundation and the concealer. And I also use the stick for my contour and I will, like I literally don't really use anything else. I can't recommend, I think it depends on your skin type, which foundation you'd go for, but yeah, can't go past Makeup Forever. Makeup Forever, I feel, is underrated in the world. Yeah. It is so good. It's really big in the States. Yeah. Makeup Forever is huge in the States, but I don't feel like enough people kind of, you know, I think people really know MAC and Estee Lauder and all those brands, but I, if you're looking for like very, very high quality foundation that just does everything. Get on the Makeup Forever bandwagon. Even the blushes, those cream blushes, amazing. My perfect base is the Makeup Forever Ultra HD foundation with the Ultra HD stick to contour. And then I use the Ultra HD concealer for under eye and concealer. I'm Mm. sorry, under eye concealer and also yeah. Your base always looks impeccable. Drop it, Amy. She's really perfected it, hasn't she? Yeah. So you keep doing the good work and getting that face out there to promote makeup forever. (laughs) All right. So the next one is truly I bought this. I didn't even buy it from a door. And because of my recommendation, we started stocking it at a door. I do truly believe that I was the one that got this on a door. That's how powerful we are. (laughs) (laughs) So it's the Chemistry Brands Big Tub of Hyaluronic Acid. I think on the website it's actually called the Chemistry Brand Hyaluronic Concentrate. So basically I bought this at the Decium shop on Chapel Street. It is a big tub of hyaluronic acid. (laughs) (laughs) Basically, it's for your body. And I basically had legs that looked like snake skin. Like I looked like I was wearing a snake skin leggings. <laughs> and this cleared it up within a couple of days. So, it's basically the body moisturizer for people who hate body moisturizer. Yeah. Because it's totally. not thick. It's like it's more of a gel, right? Well, it's really just like a serum for your body. That's how I like to think of it. And it is super hydrating and you will not regret it. And then once we launched it, Joe, didn't it sell out really yes, quickly? Immediately. Yep. <laughs> all Hannah. It was all Hannah. All Hannah. This is the power of Hannah first. <laughs> Just joking, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our list. We are pretty much out of time. So we hope that you enjoyed that. And uh, I'm sure you've added a few things to your wish list. I feel like I have to go first with this product. I didn't know I needed because I have been waiting 
I think, months now to mention this product and let everybody know that it's actually available. And that product is Trophy Skins Rejuvelite MD. So this is the LED lamp that I have been laying under on my Instagram stories, which I'm getting tons of DMs about. Um, So this is an at-home LED device and I am very fussy with my LED devices at home. Hannah, you know, I've spoken about the light stim before. I told my whole bruise story. Still love the light stim. I think that is a great product for spot treating, especially if you're prone to breakouts or redness from things like rosacea. I think it's still a great product for that. The trophy skin one, I would say, is awesome to add on to any like at-home facials that you might do or if you want to use that like nightly before you go to bed sits perfectly on your bedside table and it can just like, you can just angle it over your face. So you can pretty much just go to sleep with it there if you wanted to. I felt like this should have been a whole education section, by the way. On LED? On this at-home LED. I've seen you do it at home. It looks like pretty out there. It looks like I could talk about it for an hour. There's there's a um, YouTube video. I am obsessed with it. The thing that I really appreciate most about this device is that the brand have been so transparent about the details around the product like they have disclosed you know the the jewels the number of bulbs the wavelengths of the different lights all of that stuff they've given us all of that information so i know that it's an effective at home treatment they've done the clinical trials they know that it actually works the thing that i find frustrating with some at home devices is that there isn't any clinical evidence behind their product to suggest that it works they're like advertising you know general led information and LED does work. It is clinically proven to work, but your device may not be clinically proven to work. So at-home devices, the difference between your in-clinic panels and your at-home devices is generally the the energy that's emitted by the device. But look, with this one, it's a five-minute treatment time. It is proven to be effective. And I've definitely noticed that it really does work on my skin. And I absolutely would recommend for 250 bucks, that's cheaper than the light stim. And you can just lay under it. I expected it to be like $500. I was like, are you guys sure it's meant to be $250? Actually quite affordable for an at-home LED device. That's probably one of the cheapest ones that is actually good that I have seen on the market. So yes, please run, don't walk because it definitely will be sold out. I can almost guarantee it. It may even be sold out by the time this episode airs, to be quite honest with you. I got the Trophy Skin um, at-home microdermabrasion device and I actually, and it also has like a blackhead sucker thing. Mm -hmm. I was thinking we could do that on air. You know what I would like to see? I would like you to do one of those ones that has the camera so that I can see it up close. Have you seen those on TikTok? Because that's something that I would like to do for fun. I wouldn't personally do that on my face because my skin's too sensitive, but I feel like your skin out of anyone, if your barrier wasn't weakened right now, I would say like you you are a good skin type for that. My skin looks like apps. I'm just looking in the mirror and my skin looks like absolute at the moment because I haven't used any skincare for weeks now, but my barrier is ba- is almost back to normal. Okay. We're almost over it. Yeah. We're almost over it, guys. It takes time. It's so textured and it's mm. like so blackheady and it's like, it's just a bit of, it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Whenever I've had a reaction to something, that texture lasts for at least like two weeks and it really annoys me. <laughs> All right, so you've got yours lined up. Also another new brand. Also another new brand and actually Grown Alchemist, which has just launched Adore Beauty. I used to buy Grown Alchemist back in the day when it was like at the pharmacy. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So I used to buy their skincare and their like hand wash. This would have been like a million years ago. So I loved the brand before it launched the door. But the product that I have been using is the Grown Alchemist Prebiotic Peptide Anti-Pollution Primer. It's a bit of a mouthful. So it is a primer and it blurs the appearance of pores and wrinkles. So it it's, I don't know how I'm going to describe the texture. Is it like silicony? Yeah, it's silicony. So good for an oilier skin type. Yeah, it's really good for my skin type. She's putting it on now as we talk. Putting it on right now. <laughs> should we just have a look? Maybe I should have a look and see. Are you liking that, Joe? Yeah, she's just looking in the mirror, applying it as she's talking to me. but it's also really hydrating and it has anti-pollution properties which will also protect the skin from environmental aggressors so i really like grown alchemist because it's an australian brand australian Mm. made um it's vegan and and this is like kind of like a primer with skincare benefits because it's got prebiotic peptide what the hell is Mm. a prebiotic peptide but anyway i know what peptides are good i don't (laughs) Sounds good. Sounds really good. Hey, just really quickly, this is, it's actually silicon free. Is it? Yeah, gel primer base complex. Ah, okay. That's great to know because my skin generally doesn't like silicony primers. I tend to get a bit broken out after that. So that's really good for me to know. Silicon free, but it's still got that blurring effect yeah which is what you get from the yeah, silicon that primers. real silky feeling that like your fingers mm. just glide off your face when you put it on yeah so actually that was better than i thought it would be because you can use it too mm. all right well that wraps us up for today's potty see you next week thanks everyone for joining us today don't forget to subscribe and tell your friends. It helps other people to discover us. And also, we really want to know what you thought about this podcast. So if you can leave us a review, that would be much appreciated. Mm-hmm.